long time, hasn't it, Spin Downers? Last time I put out a podcast, I was enjoying an emotional spin down into Sadness Town. Since then, I've lost a boyfriend friend, gained a boyfriend, lost a cat, gained two cats, and probably lots of other things I can't remember, but those are kind of the main ones. Last time we talked, we weren't in the middle of a clusterfuck of an election. Donald Trump is terrifying. I don't know how this has happened. Uh, I do know how this has happened because there are lots of stupid people in the world who love it when their opinions are voiced by someone who's even stupider than they are. Uh, Donald Trump actually makes me think of fairy tales. Not like cute, cuddly Disney fairy tales, but like the real raw disgusting fairy tales where you read them and you're like what like why did that girl cut off her hands so her dad wouldn't have sex with her that is so weird but yes once upon a time there was a candidate named donald trump he was rumpelstiltskin without the talent and angry only when people didn't say his name he was bluebeard without the charm donkey skin's father without the boundaries you know at least donkey skin's father wanted to get married to his daughter before he had sex with her He's the witch from Snow White, obsessed not with beauty, but with the size of his tiny, tiny hands. The not-so-brave little tailor who truly believes that the seven he killed with one blow were giants and not flies. Donald Trump can't get elected. That's what I keep saying to myself. This can't happen. But, I mean, stranger things have happened. A radio ad told me the other day to treat my mother to gelato, and I spent the next minute yelling at the radio, my mother's dead gelato, my mother's dead. Which is true, but really not something you need to yell at the radio or a gelato commercial. But when have I ever done the sensible thing? Speaking of gelato and my dead mother, Edward Albee has died, which is incredibly disappointing. Um, He's one of the few artists that I made it a point to actually meet, He was speaking in the Quad Cities several years ago, and I took all of my play scripts of his that I had, and I had him sign all of them. And in the acting edition of The Zoo Story, he thought his name was written too small as the author, so he circled it and put a big star by it, and then signed his name with a flourish. Edward Albee is a polarizing figure. I've seen a lot of people posting things about, man, he was a dick. He said he never got a writer's block. I thought maybe he never did get writer's block because he was said he was working on three different things at a time. Maybe he had writer's block on one of those things, but instead of calling it writer's block and feeling defeated, he just moved on to something else. So he's not necessarily lying. It's just his perspective on things. Um, I always was fond of Edward Albee because uh, one of the few stories my mother told me about her youth was that she was in a production of The American Dream when she was in college and the reviews called her practically perfect. I have yet to find these reviews. I looked up uh, Eureka College's archives once, and I, you know, even with my research skills, I couldn't find much, so I might keep looking again to try and find that. But she bought a bunch of black underwear, because of you don't know the play. Um, There's a character named Mrs. Barker, who's an adoption agent, and she comes to the house of the very strange uh, suburban couple and is invited to make herself comfortable by taking off her dress, which she does, so she's there in her underwear. And my mother bought some black underwear for her costume and her director said, no, that's too uh, racy. You need to get beige. And I thought, yeah, beige is more boring. That makes sense. And it was only years later that my friend Brandon pointed out when I was telling this story yet again that uh, beige is a little dirtier because wouldn't that make her look naked? And I said, yeah, no. That is exactly right. 
So, uh, way to go, filthy college play director. It makes a lot of sense that my mother liked that play. It had that absurd sense of humor that she cultivated through years of watching David Letterman and listening to George Carlin albums. So if you haven't read any Edward Albee, The American Dream is a good place to start. A lot of people have heard of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf or Three Tall Women or things like that. But for my money, The American Dream is one of the best things that's ever been written. So we've lost Edward Albee. But he also wrote Lolita, the play, which I'm not sure if that's the most brilliant adaptation of a piece of literature for the stage or the most terrible. It's really hard to call. I encourage you, if you've read the novel Lolita, to check out Albee's adaptation because it's, I believe the academic term is balls out crazy. And, and speaking of dead things, um, my cat Charlie, whose image is on the Spin Down logo, he's the, the handsome old cat in the forefront of the image. Uh, we had to put him to sleep not so long ago. He's been my friend since I moved to Chicago in 2004. Uh, took him in for his wellness check. He was having trouble breathing. One thing led to another and we had to make the call to uh, put him to sleep, which was not easy. Um, but I've been telling people, I grew up on a farm. I'm not that attached to animals, really. We had barn cats, which was just a never-ending rotation of, of different cats and kittens, most of whom looked like they would as soon eat your face off as let you pet them. So, But I was attached to Charlie. I loved him. He was a good cat. I miss him. But I've always thought that, you know, I'm a white lady of means. I have the wherewithal to take care of other animals. So if I ever have to say goodbye to a pet, I'm going to take care of other pets and so my vet has a adoption uh, rescue not-for-profit so uh, my boyfriend and I we got a couple of kittens from them and uh, it's been great um, the kittens are Victor and Olive and they're adorable bundles of terror they uh, were weaned pretty early they were feral rescues much like uh, rest in peace Charlie was and my other existing cat Henry so they have that need for love and uh, they still want to nurse on everything, so we're woken up several times a night by adorable little kittens wanting to nibble our toes, like the goldfish shoals nibbling at your toes in the Red Dwarf theme. If you don't get that reference, then you should watch more British sci-fi. That's all I can tell you. So, a lot of loss, a lot of um, status quo since the last time we talked. Um, a lot of change is possible. Can't quite talk about it yet, but things are all right. I've been thinking about Donald Trump as Bluebeard for a long time. One of the, there's many disgusting things about him, but one of the most disgusting for me are the things that he's said about his daughter. And it's extra disturbing because she seems so complicit in it. She just doesn't seem to know how disgusting it is. And having had a father who said some pretty disgusting things in his time, it does take a while to figure that stuff out. But by the time I was Ivanka's age, I had figured out that, yeah, that's not how a dad talks about his daughter. But I guess it's the American way. It ties into the purity rings and daddy-daughter dances. And you can't date my daughter unless you face my shotgun, which is all disgusting and ties into the idea of women as property and just don't. It's so disgusting. I have a letter that my mother's uh, best friend from her youth 
uh, wrote to me telling me about what my mother was like when she was, uh, you know, a teenager and young woman. And I haven't opened it yet because I haven't had the emotional capacity, shall we say. But it's saved in, in a box and I'm just waiting for the, the right moment to pop that open and, and learn some things. I know my mom was a cool person, but it'll be interesting to get some details about that.
all we have for this episode my friends um you can check out some more of my weird stuff at medium.com at julie jurgens i have some uh, personal essays some weird bits of comedy if you're interested in that you can also follow the spin down on tumblr at the spindown.tumblr.com or on facebook and of course on the old soundcloud or itunes or anywhere else you digest fine podcast content Um, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.